Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. In the flesh. And, uh, man, we're and we're excited to tell you we've got... Uh, We've got all sorts of stuff lined up today on the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. And it looks like at 5 p.m. today, some breaking news. We will have um, Karan Johnson, the uh, new coach over at University, on. And that'll be really exciting. And that'll be at 5 That'll be at 5 p.m. today. Just have confirmed that. Thank you to uh, our friends over at Waco ISD for making that happen. And uh, Coach Johnson will be on with us at 5 o'clock today. So that'll be – I've been wanting to talk to him. been wanting to visit since he got the job, came over from Midway. Lots of excitement attached to that. And, Aaron, that should be a very fun interview. And then at 420, we are going to do some chilling with Quillen. I mean, that is the only way to do it. Now, Aaron, we need to be on our best behavior. There is some. Uh, Aaron, I don't know. Maybe maybe I could uh, do a little better with the sneeze button here. Uh, yeah, in the I was home wondering. Studio. I thought I lost you. You did for a second. It was coming on, and I was trying to talk around it, and it was a struggle. I, I had a pre-show snack, and it had – it was um, – well, it was – Aaron, it was um, pork belly burn-ins, uh, a pork belly burnt-in taco. Quite a snack, but it had a little kick to it. And, and as we were coming on the air today, I was, like, headed toward a sneeze. Aaron, I do have kind of a handy-dandy little, you know, button where I can turn off my mic, and that would have been extremely helpful there. But I just chose to lean over and sneeze a couple of times. That's okay. These things happen. Now, Aaron, let's be on our best behavior. Uh, Superintendent of Schools at Waco ISD is wanting to listen to our 5 o'clock interview. All right? So we're, you know, I need to. Whew, I need to I need to brush up, say all the right things. Um, this is a big superintendent. I, I I think back to my days growing up in Kaufman ISD, Kaufman High School. Uh, the superintendent. Let's see. We had uh, Pierce Wayne Pierce was a superintendent at one point there, and then I'm trying to think who we had. But man, these are big time folks that come into our school district. So. I'll be on my best behavior at 5 o'clock today. Aaron, try to remind me to do that, okay? But uh, that's going to happen at 5 o'clock today. Aaron, there's excitement building with this Kentucky Derby that we've been talking about ad nauseum this week. Uh, Stephanie and Sells has been all over this. You know, I 
we got to, you know, that's going to be fun, and we're going to be ready for that. But Stephanie has promised us something very, very interesting today at 408. And, uh, boy, K-Ron Johnson, very excited about him. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be fun. But talking about the run for the Roses, and um, I tell you, I've got Aaron. We've got all kinds of people out there uh, among our listeners that are ready for this five o'clock. They heard me talking about Coach Josh John Simpson, my former fraternity brother at Baylor. He's out there somewhere listening, and I uh, always love when he kind of sends me some updates during the live on the program. Um, the the news kind of breaking around the New York Jets today, I find kind of interesting. They talked to the coach there, Robert Sala, and um, all this talk about um, the list that was out there for the Jets. Added now four ex-Green Bay Packers, Alan Lazard, quarterback Tim Boyle. Aaron, I don't know. Did you know Aaron Rodgers had requested Tim Boyle? All right, whatever. Tackle Billy Turner and receiver Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb signed a one-year contract. We didn't have time to mention that yesterday. But Randall Cobb's been with Aaron for a long time. Uh, Sala got a little sensitive to the criticism that, that, you know, that seemed like Aaron was getting everything he wanted. He said, it's very common for new faces to want old faces to come in and help accelerate the installation of an entire program. Everything is pinned on the quarterback. It's not just him. Um... The offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, has something to say about it. He loves Lazard. He loves Randall. He took Billy Turner with him to Denver, and he wanted him here. Of course you're going to surround a coach with people who he feels like will plant the flag. The whole narrative, what people are trying to put on the quarterback, it's tired. It's common practice in the NFL. Aaron, I'm sorry, (laughs) man. That's right. I saw it, and I was just—I wanted to throw my phone. It was so ridiculous. Well, I guess Aaron, this is commonplace. Every big-time quarterback, like a month before he ends up at a place, gets to just name every player he wants. Gets to tell every player he wants from Green Bay. This is very commonplace, and Coach has come out now and called this quote silly. Said all the talk about this was silly. So. Glad to hear from Coach Sala on that uh, on that front, and um, and so we'll uh, we'll continue. I like that, Aaron. You do not you do not seem to think that that's a, a valid excuse there from uh, Coach Sala. Now, Aaron, I wanted to give you the latest numbers coming out of Boulder. All right, we've had these Pac-12 meetings. I did notice that the uh, the Colorado AD. Boy, got a little defensive, said, hey, this is exactly what we wanted. Dion's getting to do what he wants to do. No, no, Most people that try this just aren't as open as he is. Colorado has now had 71 players enter the transfer portal since late August. All right? It has been a staggering few months for the Buffs, who saw 47 players enter the transfer portal since the spring transfer window opened on April 15th. All right, as I've said before, the worst combo you could have is a weak administration 
and 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 Dion. Now, if you've got some people that'll keep Dion on task and got some guardrails in place, you might have a chance. But it sounds like to me, Colorado has just said, Dion, you do whatever the heck you want. And there is precedent for this. We've seen it in the Dallas Fort Worth area over the years with prime prep. Dion was allowed to start a school. It turned into chaos. Um, I hope Dion, I mean, I want Colorado to be good. I want him to be in the Big 12. I mean, I, I root for Dion, but Dion, left to his own devices, is going to like do some crazy stuff. And I'm starting to sense this is already getting out of control. All right, Aaron. Without further ado, okay, let's uh, let's hear from Stephanie's Sports Corner. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. People, daily basis, they're like, hey, what time Stephanie come on? Well, right around 4.08 usually. Sometimes I get to talk in and go a little long but today we're going to get right to it with stephanie and stephanie uh congratulations by the way as our local uh mcclennan county and the waco officials have now named you the (laughs) official kentucky derby um host of waco and uh, surrounding counties because of all the great information you've brought uh to folks gathering around i know i've had that sad news but we don't need to get into that We've been losing some horses in Churchill Downs, and I hate to see it. Well, that's what I was going to get into because that's what I looked up. Uh, mm. But here, this is very interesting. Um, let's talk about mind. this for a second. So tomorrow right, is right. the Kentucky Derby. You're going to your party, your shindig. Um, so here's the thing. is um, I read this article that the president and COO of Churchill Downs, Bill Mudd, has indefinitely suspended horse trainer Safi Joseph, Jr., um, from having any of his horses at any of their tracks, any of their races. And um, this trainer had a horse named Lord Miles that was supposed to race tomorrow, and they have pulled that horse from the race um, and have basically told Joseph Jr. that, hey, you're not welcomed here. And reason being, after doing, I actually really researched a lot last night and this morning that, you know, these horses we don't realize are very immature. And there's a vet, Dr. Sheila Lyons, said they're only two-year-old horses. They're not physically or mentally prepared to do what they're trained to do. So a lot of horses are actually, um, uh, you know, getting injured. Um, They could have, like, a hoof problem. They're getting knee problems. And then some trainers are actually just injecting them, I guess, like with cortisone shots, like you would um, any professional athlete, you know, well, here, take a shot in your shoulder, go out and play. And they're doing it to the horses, so that's a that's kind of a thing out there right now that they're keeping their their eye on out in the horse world. So that's what I have for you. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. And statistics say that twenty four horses within a year of race season will have some type of fatal breakdown within their knees, their joints, and their hoofs. So um, and four horses this week have already had some physical problems that are already dropped out of races this week over at the Kentucky Derby. But on another note, by um, the way, when you say they've dropped out, I mean, <laughs> they fell, they, they've been uh, put to sleep or, you know, yeah. they, they just had a fate, a fatal injury that 
you know, they had to put him to sleep because they would have no, um, yes, no way of living, you know, like they wouldn't have a good life. So, um, it's just kind of like interesting because these horses are, and I'm a horse lover, they're just beautiful horses. And, you know, I'm like, man, they're like a beast, but you don't realize what these horses go through, um, and all the training. Now, I'm not saying that all trainers, I mean, this is kind of controversy, and I don't mind pushing that button, but, you know, there's some horse trainers out there that, that know the right things, that have the right vets on board, that know when to take that horse um, to the racetrack, you know. And then there's others that I think that are just greedy for money and are yeah. going to push that animal to the limit that shouldn't be pushed to the limit. So, um, Well, if humans, if humans are going to do that with their own bodies, which we've seen over the years with the steroid, confer- uh, you know, controversy in uh in baseball for all those years and when that's well documented they're certainly going to try to do it to animals exactly uh to get an edge and there was a there was a trainer a few a couple of years ago aaron you may remember baffert's one of the great ones of course of all time one of the great uh trainers and 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 there's some of brett rasmussen's a great one from up at the metroplex there's some really, really fine trainers over the years, but boy, there's been some that, as you as you're talking about, have gone too far. And whether it is injecting illegal amounts of steroids, and where it gets hazy is sometimes they would say, "Hey, we're trying to give this horse something to just make it feel better or make it recover or something like that." But there's always uh, there's always going to be cheating. And Aaron right. and I have documented even in college baseball. There's there's been there was a game that has been allegedly fixed and coaches at least one head coach has been fired for it in college baseball and sadly it even enters the world of horse racing now just so we don't ruin everybody's time <laughs> right. and they're just like right. looking at tomorrow is like some kind of funeral I mean can no, you tell us I mean, like the favorites to this thing I mean um, have you have so you thought for, about putting any money down on no, the uh, on the Kentucky Derby? No, I, I I'm not bet. I, I I'm not. I don't bet. I don't even gamble. I don't even know how to play that blackjack twenty one because I don't even know how to count twenty one half the time. So, um, but Forte is the horse to keep an eye on. He's um favored five to one. So, um, I kind of went over him yesterday, but look look for the horse Forte. But um, you know, there's uh, I can't remember the name of the horse. Please forgive me, everyone. But there's a horse out there that is odd. Its odds are 88 to 1. But if you remember a year or so ago, I think it was last year that the one horse that won the whole thing, you know, was picked last to win. So you just never know um, who who's going to take it. Um, so I don't know. You can go to KentuckyDerby.com, like I've been mentioning all week, and you can look at the horses that are still in the race, still in the running, and who your top three picks are. So um, I have that for you now. I'm going to switch gears real quick on you. Make it a little louder than we've been talking. Tomorrow is the coronation of King Charles. And so if you are a soccer, <laughs> Aaron's in here shaking his head, Matt, like, oh, really, are we talking about this? But no, seriously, we have some soccer fans out there. So if you like soccer and you follow the Premier League, all those games will be moved to tomorrow afternoon and Sunday. So you can still stream them on ESPN, Paramount Plus, Peacock. Um, and if you want to watch the coronation, you can get up at 5 a.m. Central Time and turn on CNN. I won't be up, but anybody who wants to can. But this is what I think is so funny. So over in Gloucester, well, no, Gloucester, I think that's what I'm saying, England, today they are celebrating the coronation by having their national, um, oh, they're leading up to the World Championship, but I guess it's a league. 
cheese rolling. Cheese rolling. It's a big block of cheese that rolls down this hill 70 miles an hour. And when you push your, your block of cheese, you have to try to run down this hill and get to the bottom of the hill to get your cheese. So that is going on in celebration of King Charles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. I mean, you went a lot of different directions. I did, we've got, <laughs> we've I did. got uh Yeah, yeah. So I think that that is pronounced Gloucester. Gloucester, how you would okay. do that. Gloucester. Yeah, from a British standpoint. Um, and the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can just say it however the heck you feel. I know like. over there but, in England. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's what I'm gonna say. But I, I love a good block of cheese. Yeah. Kind of like Vermont cheddar. This would probably be a different kind of deal. But they're in Gloucester. <laughs> they're gonna be rolling the cheese down the hill in honor of uh, King Charles. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I didn't know this, but King Charles' birthday has the same birthday as I do. There you go. And, How do you like and that? he's obviously significantly older than you. What is your what is what is your birthday? My birthday is in November, November fourteenth. So you have plenty of shopping days. You're saying that's King Charles's? Uh huh. That's great. I know. All right, Stephanie. I mean, my gosh, just very <laughs> all over the map today, right? But kind of like a scatter shooting type deal. Um, <laughs> we hit a lot of different deals, but I I probably will not get up at five a.m. I will not to either. See King Charles, but I there's a chance over here at my house we'll record some of that. Oh yeah, and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll go back and watch a little bit of it. I think I, some of the pomp and circumstance interests me. I like some of the music that will take place. Some of the uh, the big time singers you would think of that they might ask have turned that down. Lionel Richie and will be there. He has I he well, noted noted yeah, Brit, Lionel Richie n- noted great yeah. British singer, <laughs> yeah, Lionel Richie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But well, I hope he sings either "Hello" or "Dancing on, on the, the ceiling. ceiling." That is my favorite. Yeah, I love it. Or you know, or all night long. All night long yeah. is good too. Um, they, oh, the palace did announce that they will send out an official coordination emoji, so y'all can be looking for that as well. Okay. <laughs> but okay. there you Very go. Exciting. Thank you, Stephanie. Good work this week. And Tremendous. Happy, happy Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. All that's right. right. You, usually, you, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that'll be uh, that's fun. We'll have a great time. All <laughs> right, there she goes, Stephanie from Sales with Stephanie Sports Corner. Next, we do chilling with Quillen. ESPN Central Texas is sixteen sixty a.m. ninety two point three FM and 100.9 FM. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit Adam goldenberg.benchmark.us Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost could cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. In just a few days, we celebrate moms and graduates. At Morrison's Gifts, we have a perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart leather or canvas tote, luggage piece, or accessories, many of which are 20% off. Check out our Consuela bags and purses. We feature many other great gifts. Can't decide? Let Morrison Gifts custom design a gift basket. We offer gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. Be sure to visit us at our expanded location. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. Now time for Chillin' with Quillin on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, we're a couple minutes late. I know he's shocked by that. Chillin' with Quillin. Curtis Quillin, ready to roll here. And uh, we've got lots to discuss. Curtis, uh, boy, our our buddy Roberts, he's just, he's headed out of town. Um, I hope everything's okay over at the shop. You guys are are uh, getting along and and uh it's just uh it's just tough with oh lively i meant i was thinking of matt roberts sorry matt lively has left the coop how's everybody doing over there is every is everybody kind of hanging in there with uh lively's departure yeah we're hanging in there uh i can't lie to you it's that that one hit me a little hard you know there's only one co-worker of mine that's left that i think i was a little uh, more sad to see leave uh, in my time at six. And so, you know, Matt's been an incredible teammate for two and a half years and uh, became one of my favorite human beings in that time. And so he, he was really helpful as I went through quite a bit during the spring with, you know, selling one house and moving and, uh, you know, planning a wedding whenever he first got here and all of that. And so he's been outrageously accommodating and understanding. Um, and that doesn't even begin to talk about the outrageous amount of talent he has um, as a sports reporter. And so wherever he winds up, and I, I know he's hoping to be able to announce that to everybody soon, um, mm-hmm. he, he's going to be an incredible asset, and they're going to see uh, why everyone in our newsroom was, was you know, bittersweet, uh, had bittersweet emotions to see him leave after just yeah. two and a half years. 
Well, he's such a nice guy. He left, like, notes with different reporters and people that he had worked with. And as uh, as you may have heard us talking about, of course, I complained because I wanted to be the only one who got one. Felt like there were too many people that he singled out. <laughs> I, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted that to be really aimed more at uh, – at the Mosley Show, but that's just how he is, man. He's a very, very good guy. All right, uh, Curtis, though, back to softball, baseball, everything going on right now. MCC, man, I'm seeing all kinds of, like, footage come in from the ball, and I'm loving that, what they've done out there. That looks so pretty. I was looking at pictures uh-huh. and everything out at MCC. Let's start with MCC. Um, how how have things gone this year? i got to say, when Mitch went over to Baylor, obviously most of my attention has been on Baylor baseball. Um, what has what's MCC been doing? And of course, always want to check on the high lassies as well. What's going on um, uh, on the MCC campus these days? You know, the baseball team, it's been a little up and down this season. You know, they, they promote Tyler after Mitch gets the Baylor job and yeah. They bring in former uh, former Texas A&M standout Blake Alamon as the uh, as the assistant coach there. And, um, you know they they probably had a little bit more roster turnover than most junior colleges are used to when Mitch left for Baylor. Uh, I know Sicoli followed him down the street, um, and, and I don't believe he was alone in that either. And so it, it's expected to be a little bit of a of a step down. Right, like what realistically, all of us who follow sports, like okay, new head coach, a little bit more than usual roster turnover because you your head coach just jumped straight from the JUCO ranks to the Power Five. Like, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a transition year, and so by their standards, it's a transition year. But I think a lot of people would would give up a whole lot for a year like this to be their transition year, and so I think they're going to be fine in the long run. Um, and when you're talking about a program that in the past two seasons won a national championship and then went back to the World Series, yeah, it's a little strange to see them in the state that they're in at the moment. But I don't think anybody's sounding any alarm bells at this point. I think it's just, okay, this is just part of the process whenever you have to change coaches like that. Uh, and on the softball side, you know, aside from the coaching change thing, you know, this is a team that was, what, one win short of the national championship series there in Yuma a year ago. And so lost a lot of Division One talent, and uh, you know they bring back some some people who got some playing time. But at the end of the day, like when you lose key spots, like you've got to figure those places out. Um, and just the nature of the sport, man. Just baseball and softball are designed to be anybody can beat anybody on any given night. And I think that MCC's fallen victim to that a few times. I mean, case in point, yesterday's first round in the uh, conference tournament there on the banks of the Bosque at the moment. Um, and so this is I – don't, I don't necessarily think it's a bad year there on the NCC campus, but also, you know, when you look at the success that both of those programs have had the past, especially two years, um, I can understand why people are, you know, what's happening over there? Like, no, mm-hmm. it's just it, – it, you know, it's just part of the – it's just part of the game, especially at the JUCO level, man. So – um, you know, we'll see what Chris Berry's squad can do the rest of the way. Won their elimination game today in the uh, conference tournament. And so, you know, they'll be back in action as the weekend continues. And they still have a shot at, you know, playing for uh, playing for the conference crown and a spot at the World Series in, uh, I think it's in Alabama this year. All right. And, um, boy, I t- when we talk about softball, Crawford uh, continues to roll. They are on our air. We always enjoy hearing them. They had a 6 nothing victory yesterday uh, over 
who was that white right or something like that not white house yeah, white, white right. right yeah and and then they uh, they'll do another one go ahead and finish that thing out um of our area softball and baseball who's catching your eye right now i mean in 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 some of these like valley mills Bosqueville, some of these baseball series and things that'll be coming up uh th- those are really exciting i always have people kind of in my ears saying man some of these local baseball teams you got to come you got to come watch that and and sometimes they'll play on one of our local campuses or or uh or midway or somewhere like that we got some great uh baseball and softball programs around here the one that i'm going to give you i'm going to give you two and they're both going to be baseball programs because i think it's the usual suspects doing their normal thing on the softball side uh at the moment and so on the because you know crawford shutting someone out in game one okay cool that matches up for a thursday uh did you see what Academy did to Grosbeck last night? No. It was 15 nothing mid-7. I think that was the final. Just an outrageously dominant performance from the Bumblebees in game one there. And game two tonight up in Corsicana. And so, and then they'll finish that thing uh, tomorrow up in Corsicana if Grosbeck comes back and wins tonight. But an outrageously dominant effort there from the Bees. Uh, in game one, and that popped off the uh, score page at me this, uh, last night whenever I saw it. Like, if you're beating someone that badly, like, you're playing outrageously good baseball. Um, and as our as our former colleague Micah Fleet used to say, do you know how hard it is to be that dominant? Uh, and then the other one is Salado. You know, that Burnett team's not a bad team. It's not a pushover team. And in game one last night, Salado comes out and just controls it from first pitch uh, and, you know, makes short work of it. Five-inning ball game, 12-2, puts up a five spot in the first inning, and I was down there for that one. First home playoff game in a few years for the uh, for the Eagles there, and the first one uh, on that new field that they opened and that they debuted back in, I think it was 2020. And so, you know, good, a good showing for Salado and a good showing for Academy. Both teams just outrageously dominant in uh, series openers here in the playoffs. Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen, getting us caught up. You know, that's my adopted hometown, Salado, out there on Mill Creek. And you're not that far away from there where you reside. No. So that would probably be a pretty fun place to go. So great to see the uh, Eagles getting involved at that at that point. And uh, there's just a lot of fun stuff happening right now. You know, I, I'm, I'm wondering about Baylor softball. It's a team, Curtis, you've watched closely this season had some ups and downs, have had some huge moments. They need to finish strong. And, uh, and, and then, of course, they probably forfeited their uh, right to host one of these, uh, uh, you know, this first round. But still, what an incredible season it has been. What have you been able to determine? Because you've been clo- you've called some games on TV. What is going on with this program? It, it just seems like sometimes maybe when they go on the road, there's a little bit of focus that they lose. And part of the thing is they now have a target on them. After beating OU and getting off to that great start and being ranked, and, and also they, have, they happen to play in this incredible – how many teams in the top five now, Curtis? Three, three teams from the Big three. 12 in the top five in softball. And, four uh, in the top the, 20. The, four in the top 20, counting the Bears. Where do you think right. this team is right now? 
I think this team is one that uh, I think this team is one that has a target on its back, and people have been able to find it. Uh, but has also, I think it's, I think what we need to understand about this Baylor softball season is we might have underestimated uh, Aaliyah Benford's role on this yes. team. Yes, because because all of these struggles, Matt, seem to have come after she went down with a season-ending injury, um, and so. You know, they had losses before that, but it wasn't head-scratchers like, you know, losing two out of three at last place Iowa State. It, you know, I, I pointed this out at, at 6 o'clock because I'm on my way to shoot some high school playoff games uh, tonight. I pointed this out at 6 o'clock when, when I taped my, my show. Baylor has not swept anybody in Big 12 play. Nobody. It dropped one to Kansas. It dropped one at Texas Tech. It dropped two out of three to Iowa State. It got swept by both Oklahoma schools, and it plays Texas this weekend. That's its Big 12 schedule. So, you know, what's how do you move forward from that? I think, you know, Glenn Moore, when I worked with Kelly Levesque calling Baylor in Longwood, she said, like, Glenn Moore is a lineup guy. He is sitting there and figuring out how he can do all these different lineups to create all these different benefits for the team. And so she was very complimentary of, of his ability to do that. I think that is one of the biggest keys moving forward is finding that lineup where all of a sudden it just clicks and they get it figured out and they're playing better. And you forget that Aaliyah Benford is injured because since she went down, this is not the same team. And, you know, they have their ace still, Dariana Orm. They still have uh, Sidney Collazos behind the plate but I don't think that they have a true number two pitcher at the moment, which is where I think a lot of the struggles that they're going through uh, are coming from. Riley Crandall's a great pitcher. She's super young though. And so when you're talking about, you know, number five, Texas, number three, Oklahoma state, number one, Oklahoma. um, and, And you're talking about playing in the big 12, that's very different against a young pitcher, like, like Riley Crandall than it is against a veteran very clear-cut, solid number two pitcher like like Aaliyah Benford, and that's not a knock on Riley. When you know she handled that Longwood game remarkably well, uh, and shows a lot of promise to be you know a potential uh, big All Big Twelve pitcher moving forward uh, when her when her time as the ace in the circle gets here. Uh, but this this team is is Dariana and then Riley, and I don't think that they have that depth in the pitching that we were expecting them to have in February and that they showed in February and in early March before Aaliyah's injured. You're right. When you have one great pitcher like they do, you, there's a sense you can throw them a lot. But, boy, to have a few healthy arms is a good thing, and the Benford point is well taken. The uh, uh, By the way, it's official. Uh, the university, uh, I mean, this is really interesting. Just watching these Big Twelve meetings and everything that's coming out of those. Have you, uh, have you have anything coming out of those? Any are you doing any uh, tea leave reading about the uh, the Pac twelve? I mean, it's they still don't have a deal. It looks like ESPN in the past forty eight hours we've learned that ESPN, while they might participate in some way, it would be small participation. Anything about these meetings catch your eye, including the, the games in Mexico? I, I, I kind of wanted to get your take on that, going to play basketball, Mexico City, playing some football, 
in Monterey, Mexico. This this conference continues to think outside the box in, in a lot of areas. I think it's where, you know, where one conference digs, the other one zags. When the Big 12 went through what it went through with Texas and Oklahoma uh, applying for SEC membership in the summer of 2020, I want to say it was 2021 or 2022. It was 2021. When they went through all of that in the summer of 2021, the – so-called hateful eight, the remaining eight schools came together and said, we need to stick together and we need to have one cohesive message and it needs to come from Irving and it needs to come from the conference office. And we need to respect that because it's better for the conference in the long run. That's the zig. The zag is exactly what you're seeing with the PAC 12. No cohesion, no, you know, several different messages you have presidents, chancellors, and athletic directors going on the record at their own will, which is their right uh, to do. But it shows, okay, well, one president wanted the deal done at the Pac-12 basketball tournament. Another president wanted it done by tax day. Another one wanted it done by the Final Four. We're past all those deadlines. The worldwide leader, and I think ESPN is the largest sports broadcasting rights holder in the world, if I'm not mistaken, and, you know, when they're out as the primary partner in your broadcast uh, deal, that's an interesting move. The You know, according to Dennis Dodd at CBS, the, the, the network told the Big 12, you're one of three networks we will be working with moving forward. And then, then they, they obviously run the conference networks for two that they're talking about with the ACC and the SEC. But this is going to be an interesting – it doesn't bode well. I don't think that the Pac-12 dying is a good thing for college sports. But the longer this drags out is for the Pac-12. Conference oh, USA no. type where where the heck to find their school's game on any given Saturday, where at least in a conference like the Big 12, it's either on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN+, Plus, or Fox Sports 1. Like, it's on an ESPN mm-hmm. platform or a Fox platform. Whereas you've got Conference USA, where sometimes it's on CBS Sports Network, sometimes it's on Facebook, sometimes it's on ESPN, and sometimes it's on NFL Network, and nobody knows where in the heck they're going to look. Uh, for said game and so the more it drags out the more the questions that i have um if it's if the difference and i agree with reporters like Stephen godfrey on on this one if it drags out it comes down to what the number is on what the future of the pac-12 is and if it's just a three or four million dollar a year per school difference in the media rights agreement between the big 12 and the pac-12 i don't think anything changes for the two conferences as far as membership goes um, but if you're talking about the Pac-12 coming and seeing that it's getting substantially less, you know, $10 million a year, I can see the, I can see the four corner schools bolting uh, and, and heading to greener pastures whenever it's, we're talking about an eight digit in that uh, yearly payout. All right. Um, and, of course, it could end up on the CW, which is not – that's not like a coveted place to be. Right. And so that you've got to weigh that in as well. Uh Curtis, any thoughts real quick on, on uh, the coronation of King Charles? Will you, uh, will you maybe, will, will you and your uh, lovely wife, will you all get up uh, early perhaps and, and watch some of the coronation? I mean, I, I've always had you as kind of a big uh, Royals guy. Do you, uh, will, will you all take part in any of that? I uh, didn't even know the coronation was this week until I got to work today. So uh, I'm mm. thinking no, mm. 
Uh, my wife's not a big Royals person. I'm not a big Royals person. Like, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. I love sports. I love athletes. I don't know a whole lot about the royal family. Uh, I watched the Netflix doc on, uh, you know, the Meghan Markle and and Prince is it Harry. Uh, yeah. Which I think tells you just how much I know about the royal family, and I learned so much through that. And I was like, oh man. It, my dad pointed out like there's a lot more to all of this. So no, we're not going to be getting up early. Uh, to watch it, but I, I also understand okay. that I'm I'm in the vast minority there. All right, and uh, and, and by the way, y'all watch uh, The Crown at some point. Uh, I, that that is a uh, you would really enjoy that, whether you're a Royals uh, watcher or not. The Crown is a great show, and uh, y'all would enjoy a few seasons of that. All right, Curtis, have a great one, and uh, good luck out there covering all those games tonight. Sounds good, Matt. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Good to visit with you, Curtis Quilla, on the Matt Mosley Show. Campus Confidential is next. Baylor, Big 12 softball. This weekend on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball closes the regular season with a split series against Texas. Games Friday at 6.30 from Austin, Saturday at 6 from Waco, and Sunday at 1 from Getterman Stadium. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. 
There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night. But also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and we are only, oh, a matter of minutes away uh, at 5 o'clock, we'll have the uh, coach, Karon Johnson, the new coach over at University, at Waco University. And there's a lot of excitement over there, and coaches are stopping by from different uh, uh, universities across the country. I think New Mexico State was on campus I was seeing the other day, and people are dropping by wanting to see what's Coach KJ up to over there. What's he doing? And... Uh, uh, there's a lot over the last couple of weeks. There's been a lot of first things, and and uh, but really, really cool. Uh, everybody that's been involved and in going out to see the team and the uh, superintendent of schools for Waco ISD has been uh, extremely supportive. Uh, Susan Kincannon, and uh, and that's been really neat. Uh, all this stuff is going on has just been great for uh, university, and we. I'm a huge uh, Kent Laster's a great friend of mine, but he decided to go elsewhere, and it was time to uh, keep university rolling. So we'll have some of that coming up in just a matter of moments. Um, five o'clock, Aaron. What do we have today, though, in Campus Confidential? Coach Kim Mulkey has now got commitments from the top two players. In the transfer portal last week, she received a commitment from Haley Van Lilith, the Louisville All-American guard. Today, she received a commitment from the top player left in the transfer portal to DePaul forward Anissa Morrow, who chose LSU over USC and South Carolina. She was the second team All-American last year and uh, averaged 21.9 points in a nation's best 13.9 rebounds as a freshman, as a sophomore, 25.7 points and 12.2 rebounds. And she will now be a member of a loaded LSU roster that includes returning player of the year, Angel Reese, the top recruit in the country incoming, and Michaela Williams, and the two transfers. Yeah, I mean, 
it's a pretty big-time player. Aaron, you know, I I don't think of DePaul men's or women's and think, oh, my gosh, but apparently uh, this player is great, and I didn't know how big a deal this was, quite honestly, and then I saw on ESPN it was one of the major headlines. So, hey, it's the national champions, and people want to go play and be a part of that thing, but also, hey, huge target. And South Carolina wanted the, uh, wanted this young lady. Well, that's going to be fascinating next year to see the battle between Don Staley, who did not get a crack at LSU, certainly took care of them during the regular season, did not get a crack at them, though, during the Final Four. And who knows what the story would have been. Um, anxious to see where all this goes. But it's all good for women's basketball. Hey, if LSU wants to try to become UConn, have at it. Have at it. Let's see. Let's see if they can stay up there for a little while. And then let's see because it just ma- it makes everybody better. Everybody else is trying to get better as well. Baylor, which obviously had an incredible program over the years, uh, adding players as we speak. And those have been fun additions. So we'll see where it all goes. But, uh, yes, I did see that, Aaron, and, and uh, pretty strong addition, I would say. You mentioned South Carolina and Don Staley. They added a big addition to the – Reigning Junior College Player of the Year, Sakima Walker, committed to South Carolina today. The 6'5 post spent her first two years at Rutgers before transferring to Northwest Florida State College last year where she helped the team win a JUCO national title. She averaged 16.7 points, 8.2 rebounds in 32 games last year for the for a Northwest Florida State Junior College. All right, good one. Good one there. And um... – Kind of a strange path from Rutgers to that other place you talked about. But uh, I, I would imagine if they're bringing her in, she's 6'5". She's going to be pretty awesome. And, uh, again, these are these are superpowers. And LSU's entered the uh, conversation with South Carolina. You know UConn's going to be back. And uh, Paige is going to be back. Um and uh, they'll be they'll be ready to roll this next year, so it'll be uh, it'll be exciting. And and listen, the 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 final four, the women's final four, was the most viewed maybe in history for the women, and it really outnumbered in a lot of ways the men's final four. So they need to keep building on this momentum and then try to capture as many fans as possible. But women's basketball is in a really good place right now, so I'm uh, I'm excited about it. On the football side of transfer portal news, former Michigan State quarterback Peyton Thorne is transferring to Auburn. He announced today the redshirt senior who entered the transfer portal April 30th. The final day of the spring transfer window started at Michigan State the past two seasons and now goes to Auburn to give head coach Hugh Freeze more depth in the quarterback room. Yeah. Um, pretty good pickup right there. And, you know, these late quarterbacks, they don't have a spring. I don't know how quickly we saw Gary Bohannon do it from Baylor and be ready to start for South Florida. It, he got injured. It was not working that well before that. I think it's a quick uh, turnaround. But I also think that this guy will get every chance to uh, to jump in there and get some big-time play, playing time. And, and I would imagine the NIL deal was pretty good, too, Aaron. There were some uh, other schools that were heavily involved in this and wanted this quarterback, uh, very, very coveted uh, quarterback. And so we'll, we'll uh, check on the progress of Thorne. But, uh, 
it, isn't it interesting, Aaron, that I, I, do you ever have a hard time moving on from past quarterbacks at certain schools? Like, Bo Nix left there how long ago? Like I, Is he at where, Oregon or Oregon, somewhere? Yeah. Where's Bo? Yeah. I mean, like, I, in my mind, I'm like, wait, I thought Bo Nix was there. <laughs> well, and then uh, Calzano, is that his name? The, the yeah. Yeah, John yeah. Canzano. Canzano. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Cal, the A&M quarterback that beat Alabama. Oh, Calzada. Calzada, yes. Zach excuse me. Calzada, yeah. Uh, he transferred there last year, but he uh, obviously didn't win the starting job. The, uh, the uh, starting job was actually somewhere. Uh, uh, an think, Oregon transfer. It was uh, Robbie yeah. Ashford who transferred from Oregon and started. They played 12 games last year. Yeah. Not super numbers, 1,600 yards, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. So – yeah, it is a big deal for them to get Peyton Thorne in the portal. I think Calzada's been at four schools since he he, he knocked that Alabama off. <laughs> <laughs> He's been they, at least two, I know. They move around for sure. Oklahoma also with a uh, pickup in the transfer portal. Uh, they land uh, Appalachian State offensive lineman Troy Everett, one of the top offensive linemen in the portal. He started six games as a redshirt freshman, appeared in 10 of 12 games last year for Appalachian State and was a freshman All-American. He allowed one sack in 262 pass-blocking snaps. Aaron, do you remember who Appalachian State lined up and blew off the ball last year in a big upset win? I will never forget it. I still watch replays of that game occasionally. It makes me Stop happy. That. I, I'm Stop being that. dead serious. <laughs> uh, Appalachian State took out uh, the Aggies and uh, this young man, big-time player, has uh, made it over to Oklahoma. And uh, I think that says a lot about App State, the program. I, I find some of these schools really interesting. I, I, I just saw another really uh, fine lineman leave BYU. I mean, I, I just, I'm fascinated that all these BYU players are leaving when they finally get in a Power 5 conference. Like, this seems like an odd time to be leaving BYU. It's like this is what everybody's been waiting on, and like they've had a ton of players transfer out, and uh, and they've had some really good good players end up there. But I've been kind of fascinated watching this whole BYU situation. All right, next we do have the uh, head football coach over at University, Karon Johnson, with his first appearance on the Matt Mosley Show. Very excited about this. We'll do that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Epperson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Stop waiting for carnival season to come around. Get a funnel cake or cotton candy. All-American Eats and Treats. Your Central Texas food truck with hand-dipped corn dogs, fresh cotton candy, funnel cakes, fried Oreos, and more. For fairs, festivals, company picnics, or just a parking lot in your town, let All-American Eats and Treats be a part of your next event. Call 254-722-1687 and get your carnival treats today. That's 254-722-1687. Or check them out on Facebook at All-American. Eats and Treats. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts. But, uh, you know, I think it's an exciting time to be a Trojan. Um, you know, a lot of success and these guys are hungry and they're waiting for somebody to come in and, and bring a little energy and get after it. And so, uh, you know, that, that's kind of what the last week's been is getting to know them, them getting to know me and understanding how I am. And like I said, man, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind, but uh, but uh, I'm excited, man, and it's going well. So the cover's not bare over there, is it? They turned they turned <laughs> it around last year. Kent Laster did a, did a really nice job. And then uh, what was it, first of all, just about this situation? You played at Baylor. You've been out there at Midway. Did, did it immediately hit you when it opened up? Like, I got to go for this. I got to go for this. Or was it like a coach ever saying to you, hey, I think, I think, coach, you should go after this? What was that, what was that process like? How quickly did you decide, hey, this is something I need to pursue? You know, I'm, I'm one of those that, uh, you know, you kind of are where your feet are. And, you know, I was really, uh, you know, knee deep into, into midway and everything that we were doing. And, um, doing a lot of great things, man, you know, trying to rebuild the program over there. And, you know, I just happened to, to come back and be able to help Coach Anderson. And he set me and, you know, my wife up in a great situation uh, over there. And, you know, I was pretty locked in. And, you know, I went and, and took my uh, my Easter break. I knew university had come open. You know, I uh, thought it might have been a little bit too late to, uh, you know, put Coach Anderson in that situation. And then but the first day, when I walked in back from Easter break on Tuesday morning, you know, one of the first things he asked me is if I wanted it. And uh, that's when it kind of hit me, you know, that, that I really did. And, and, you know, he pushed me along the way, you know, a couple of times he told me I was stupid if I didn't go after it with everything I had. And, you know, once I set my mind to it, man, it was over. So went to work on my presentation, you know, prepped, you know, just like I would for a Friday night and, you know, just kind of let it happen. So, Glad it did. You know, I'm glad that he, you know, pushed me to do it. You know, Waco's always been a second home to me. You know, uh, I'm a Coro boy, but, you know, Waco's kind of made me into who I am as far as Baylor and the people I met there and the connections I've kept, you know, in this area. Um, man, it's it's so many familiar places, it's hard not to call it home. Boy, you were a gobbler, huh? Cuero, and it, some great Baylor Bears have come out of there. I think of uh, Brad Gable, Robert Strait. I mean, over the years, it's been pretty uh, amazing. So, But, boy, you got to Waco, and I guess you did kind of fall in love with it. Uh, what is it about Central Texas that, that you've really enjoyed so much? It does seem like great coaches, great athletes, uh, these these schools very committed, very committed parents. Like, what what did you kind of fall in love with about uh, Central Texas? Man, you know, being from a small town, you know, you always have the fear of what the city is like. Uh, and for me, coming to Waco, it was a uh, 
a little bit of a culture shock with how big it was, but it wasn't like being thrown into a Houston, Austin, or Dallas. Um, and so once I started to, you know, kind of learn the way of the land and, like I said, man, the support of people here is unbelievable. I mean, there's people that remember me from when I played at Baylor. You know, there's people that remember me from, you know, my time in Quero. And, you know, having that and, and knowing people keep up with you and want to see you be successful, man, I, you know, it's it, it's kind of a, a place where you've, uh, you know, put some roots down. And so, um, you know, we had always wanted to come back. Houston was really good to us, you know, allowed me to learn a lot of things and work for a lot of great people. Um but but we knew that, that this was a place that was perfect for us and, and our kids. And, you know, my daughter's finally in a daycare, I mean, in a uh, elementary school where, you know, she's got friends and, you know, we're not 30 minutes apart uh, or, or in different areas of Houston and to where she can see him all the time. And, you know, we got our little boy in a good situation. And, you know, my, my wife's a Midway grad. You know, her dad was a coach at Baylor whenever I was there. Um, so she was very familiar with it. And, you know, it was, it's, it's almost a no brainer for us to be here, man. It's, it's been really good for us. The success that, you know, I've had, I always take it back to, to Baylor and come my first few years at Connolly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a sense, Waco made, you know, uh, you know, small town life is good, but when you come here and, and experience everything that this place has to offer, you know, it, it's hard to go back, go back to something that small. Your wife knew what she was getting into, huh? She had, no she doubt. had Never grown doubt. up with it, so she was fully prepared. She was definitely. You know, she's been my biggest supporter, and you know, she's truly a coach's wife. Uh, you know, she's in it 100. percent And you know, when I got the call on Thursday night, you know, she screamed as loud as she could. You know, my <laughs> boy started crying because he knows what's going on, and she just kept asking me, "Are you not excited? Are you not excited?" I'm like, "I just, I can't even believe it yet." So. You know, but it's been great for us, man. Like I said, this is a place we always wanted to be, a place we wanted to, you know, raise our kids. You know, a couple of my best friends are here. You know, guys that I played with are still here. Um, and so it's just uh, – it's really good for us, man. What was the biggest part of your presentation uh, in, in the interview process and as you prepared for that? What were you trying to drive home that you think may have resonated with the, the search committee and the folks involved? I think what, the biggest thing was stability. You know, I, I think it's a place that, you know, right now every four years they get a little bit of turnover or people use it as a stepping stone to, you know, get get this or get these wins and, and take off. And, you know, I'm, I just don't have any interest in that. You know, I mean, this is a place where, you know, I want to get it rolling, put my stamp on it, and, and I want to be here a while, you know. Um, you know, if I can raise my kids to, you know, you know, be Waco kids and, you know, have them go to the same school I attend right here in Waco and, you know, we get everything we want with, uh, without having to bounce around and find it. I mean, you know, that, that, that really was my, my, my biggest go-to was, was stability. You know, I want to be able to, you know, bring a, a 10 year stint, a 20 year stint to a place like this, because I think it's a place that deserves it. You know, it's, it's gone through, you know, the gauntlet a little bit, you know, over the last few years. And now that it's finally turning face, you know, I think I just, I, I inherited, you know, something that, that's not broken, that doesn't need to be fixed, you know, that just, you know, needs the KJ stamp. And, you know, that that's kind of where I'm at with it. So the kids are great. The community's great. You know, it's, it's, it's somewhere that I want to be forever. And that, that's something that I told, you know, Dr. King Cannon and all those guys in there is that, you know, I'm not, I'm not coming in this to get my head first head job. I'm coming to get 
you know, the head job for me. And uh, I think it's a perfect fit. You know, the more I did my research, the more I looked into it, the more I knew that, you know, I wanted to be there. And so the rest was just going in there and having the confidence to sell yourself and, and, and let the people know that you can do a good job and, and that you are going to do a good job. Hey, Ron Johnson, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Who was your biggest mentor, either as a coach at Baylor who really had a role in in you deciding, hey, this is the profession I want to choose? Maybe even your your father in law, but who who was it, or, or maybe it's a couple of people that made you think this is exactly what I want to do? Man, I take everything everything that I've learned, my passion, you know, how hard I work. Uh, I tell people all the time, man, it's a credit to to Kazkazadi, and I know that you know he kind of blew up this past year with TCU, you know, going. Uh, and making the run that they did this past year. But, I mean, the things that he taught me at Baylor and, and the work ethic that he instilled with me and just to, you know, show up every day with intent, you know, was something that, that I struggled with at first. And just watching him completely mold and change me and, and make me into the man that I am today, you know, it, it really is what drove me to to want to do the same thing. And, you know, people always ask the college question, but, you know, I wish I had a guy like Kaz in high school that, that saw past the field. Um, and that's what I want to be able to, to bring to the kids in high school. If I can get them to grasp the concept that, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old, that, that, you know, we're all going to be parents someday. We all are going to be, you know, spouses and, you know, we all got to be good citizens. And, you know, if I can get them to grasp that early and not have to learn it at 18, 19, 20, you know, like I did, you know, I think that their their success pattern could be a lot, you know, not only a lot faster, but, you know, a lot greater uh, than what mine is. And so, you know, I really do owe it to him. You know, I still reach out to him here and there. You know, I never uh, miss the opportunity to tell him thank you because, you know, I, you know, I, I think that I think he knows that he has a massive impact on, on everybody he coaches. But, um, you know, I think that, uh it's worth, you know, letting them know, you know, the, the true uh, the true uh, change that he brought to me in my life and the passion he created in me uh, to go out and do something special. Have you thought about bringing him in to talk to the players or get him in the weight room? I'm afraid they might not recover. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he was, an, he was an intense guy. I got to know him a little bit uh, in, in – and of course, I never had to go through those workouts, but boy, it worked on you, didn't it? I I read somewhere where at one one time you did two hundred and twenty five pounds thirty six times, which even oh, like at the combine, that's kind of unheard of. Uh, is that did you come out of Quero with all that strength, or did he kind of help build all that as you went? Man, I, I wish I did come out of Quero with that, but I didn't, man. And really, I guess I'd always had it in me, but. Uh, you know, I didn't have that work ethic. You know, I was in a small town. You know, I was a four-year starter there. I played a lot of football games. I think we played 60 football games in four years. Uh, a lot of semifinal appearances. Uh, we're a good program. Um, when you're in a place like that where, you know, you kind of feel like you're the man, you you tend to take things uh, a little bit for granted. Uh, you know, you, you establish the habits of going through the motions, uh, establish the habits of, oh, I don't have to do that. I'm better than them. And, you know, that's one thing that I think, you know, really hurt me early on at Baylor was getting there and, you know, kind of having that mindset a little bit and not realizing that everything in life has to be worked for. And, you know, I think it would have been real easy for a guy like Cos to, to go upstairs and tell Coach Browse, look, man, this guy can't do it. Like, 
he won't give it to me, but there was just something about it every single day that, you know, Kyle's brought the same energy, the same momentum. He coached me the same every single day. You know, he lit a fire me, fire under me the same way. And no matter how much I didn't want to do it, he'd always find a way to get me to do it. And ultimately that's what, you know, got me to be the, you know, the, the powerhouse I kind of became as far as, you know, the weight room and taking that stuff serious and, you know, just really starting to find, you know, exactly what I was capable of because I, you know, honestly, I didn't know, man. Like I, I thought I knew, I thought I had an idea, but, you know, until someone truly brings that out of you and shows you the way and, and shows what the opportunities are whenever you, you grind and work and have intent every single day, I mean, the sky's the limit. Do you watch film of last season or, or is it more of like a clean slate? How do you, how do you kind of balance that? You know, to get to know who you exactly you have, and then of course try to get guys. Hey, this is you get a pretty clean slate with me. How do you how do you kind of balance that as you hit the ground running? You know, I, I think it's funny to use the word balance because I think it is a balance of you know understanding what you had last year, but also understanding that you know this is a new a new era and you know a new way of doing things. You know. Um, everybody's coaching style is different. You know, some motivates kids, you know, certain kids, some motivates, you know, others, you know, some can get a wholesale. And so, um, you know, I've always been, been hard, you know, the hardest thing for me is always, you know, not giving kids second chances and not willing to work, you know, because there's a lot of people that I know myself included that if we wanted for that second chance, you know, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. And so, um, you know, I think you have to go back and see, you know, exactly what you have and who can play, uh, who did what last year, find out who, you know, those guys are. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I may see something different in a kid than, than someone else did or, you know, the guy I bring in or, you know, the way I coach and present things may change the mindset of, you know, a lot of the guys that are still there. And, you know, that that ultimately opens up opportunities for kids and, and ultimately gives them hope that, you know, Things are going to change, and I, you know, now I have a chance, and so um, it's it's a it's a good balance between the two. You know, I've let them know that it is a clean slate. We're coming in. I don't know anything about anybody, and I'm going to learn it, and I'm going to create my own opinion. And you know, I've told the coaches the same thing. You know, regardless of how you felt, it's a new year, and, and we got to love them and coach them hard, and and let it all uh, pan itself out. But um, yeah, man, I I want to. I want every kid there to know that that no matter what's happened in the past, that you know I'm not here to judge, here to you know say, well, so and so told me this, or you know I heard that you do this. You know I'm I'm going to create my own opinion, and you know along with that opinion, you know I'm also going to create a plan to to fix anything that needs to be fixed because uh, you you've got to be able to know your kids and be able to individualize things for them because everyone's situation is a little bit different, and so. Um, I've been put here to to, to grow men and, and you know uh, you know make them into successful citizens and that that requires work and so um, being able to know them you know have that that you know you may have that little thought of what you've heard or whatever it is but being able to stay you know clean cut with them all throughout it throughout the whole thing and and ultimately be honest with them as you go through it you know I think I think that's huge. 
Karen Johnson joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, the new head coach over at University. And uh, that has to be fun for you to hear that, you to put the colors on. You have to get your wife to uh, – she can keep some of that midway since she did go there, but she can't be wearing those colors that often anymore, right? She's got to get all those Trojans gear and get that uh, going. Now, how do you handle the staff? I'm sure you've got great friends in coaching there may be some people you want to bring in with you, but also, um, you know, Coach Laster, I know when he left, there were some people that uh, internally that they thought they had some really good candidates. Uh, how, how have you uh, approached that whole process? Uh, you know, I, you know, on my staff, you know, I always want, you know, and, I, and Coach Anderson would always say this, you know, you always want guys that are passionate about what they do and want to be, you know, head coaches someday. <laughs> and so I know the thought of, you know, guys applying – you know, you know, deter some people or say, oh, well, he wanted my seat with this, you know, but, you know, I was lucky, you know, Coach Draper was there, you know, Thomas Draper, we played together at Baylor. Uh, he was a part of the program, was there. He knew how I was. I knew how he was. Um, so he was one of the first people I met with. And then I just went through the staff and, I mean, ultimately, I retained everybody that wanted to stay because at, at the end of the day, man, they, they did something great last year and they deserved, you know, a chance to, to stay here and see it through and, and continue building on it. So, you know, I was very open and honest with everyone. You know, I gave them the opportunity to keep doing what they were doing and, you know, come in and, you know, voice your opinion on, you know, how you feel about certain things. And, you know, I think that's big with, you know, keeping the stability that I was talking about, you know, keeping familiar faces in front of these kids. Um, because, you know, despite what people say or think or whatever it is from the outside, man, there's some great coaches at university. I mean, some guys that really show up and get after it every day. And, you know, not only that, they love kids, man. And that's, that's something that, you know, it's hard to find nowadays. And so I can take a room of a group of, or a room of, you know, anybody. And as long as they're passionate about what they do, they love the people that they're working with and they show up with the right work ethic, man, that we're going to be successful. So, you know, none of that really deterred me. You know, like I said, I'm, I, uh, I I believe in, in these guys because, you know, they, they were able to do it last year. And, and so, you know, who am I to come in and wipe clean slate or say, hey, you aren't this or you can't do this? Like, that's that's – I wasn't going to do that. And so I haven't, haven't crossed one person or met one person at that place that hasn't welcomed me with open arms and, you know, helped me out in any chance that I got. And, and so, you know, I owe it to them to, to continue to be true to what they've done and, and allow them to keep making strides and make this thing better, you know, especially if this is where they want to be. All right, just keep a lot of Baylor people on there. I like that. Well, we get Walter Abercrombie. Let him be kind of an honorary member of the staff, you know, a no former doubt. university great. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Right. But I love the I love the Baylor connection, and I remember you, man. You you helped that thing. You they turned that around while you were there. Y'all won a couple of bowl games, and I think you were listed at defensive tackle at one point. And like 305 pounds, which is funny because when I see, I saw that TV thing that Parker did on y'all the other night. I mean, you're a thin, you know, you're not a three, you're not even close to 305 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of funny how you guys go, you kind of transform yourselves. And so I guess now you kind of shred, don't you? You do a little bit different weightlifting program, I would assume. Well, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say that, uh, that I'm too big into it, man, but I will say that, you know, one thing about having kids and, you know, wanting to live for other people, man, is it, it makes you, you know, truly think about taking care of yourself. And, you know, it's I want to be able to, you know, 
you you have a little girl and once she gets wrapped around your finger man there's so many things you want to be there for and you know that requires taking care of your health and you know that's not just you know me now I mean that's everyone starting as soon as you can and so you know I want to be able to walk her down the aisle you know I want to be able to be there whenever you know she has her first kid and you know that requires me you know changing some eating habits you know getting out on the jog a little bit but um yeah, man, that's that's really what changed it all. You know, some of it naturally fell off once I wasn't being forced to eat so much. You know, I realized that I really didn't have as big an appetite as I thought. But, you know, a lot of it came from from that little four-year-old girl that I had and, you know, seeing how much she looks up to me and, and you know, honors me. And I just want to be able to be here and, and do everything that she expects me to do throughout her life. All right. what? Tell me your kids' names real quick. So I got Colin, she's four, and then I got Cash, he's a year old, but he's probably going on six because he's uh, his old bull in the China cabinet, that's for sure. <laughs> he gets after it. And I've, I tell people all the time, my little girl is easy compared to this little boy. I mean, he's given me everything that I deserve in life. So it's, uh, But it's fun, man. There's nothing like being a parent. There's nothing like raising mm-hmm. kids. And there's nothing like walking in the door and they're always being somebody excited to see you. So, um you know, I I hope everybody gets to experience. You know, I talk to my guys about it all the time because it's one of those things that truly will, you know, change your life, and uh, it's it's a blessing. Well, I, we're excited for you. I talked to my old buddy Lark today, and, boy, he's excited to have you over there at university, and the superintendent was out there the other day and at the practice. I know that was cool, so – uh, the, everybody's really excited about this, and man, just continue to to build on this thing. I mean, they, the first time to play off since what thirteen years. So you, I like what you said the other day. You said something along the lines of, "I've inherited a gold mine," and I That's I love I mean. your attitude because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that because a lot of times coaches want to say, "Well, I'm going to do it my way," and I'm going to do it, da, da, da. and you know, you're acknowledging, "Hey, we got some great players, and and we're gonna no we're just going to keep building on this." Well, this was fun. Really appreciate it. And uh, the next time I have you on, we'll relive some of your old Baylor memories, okay? I'll, we'll look we'll back that. at a few of those games. But you're going to have some fun people to have uh, come talk to the team. I was just thinking that RG3 when he comes through town and, and uh, that whole gang. I mean, what, a, what an amazing time that was as Baylor was turning it around in 2010 and 11. But, uh, K-Ron, great to visit with you. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir, Matt. I appreciate you having me, man. And uh, it's a great time to be a Trojan, baby. All right, there he goes. Uh, Trojans football is in good hands. Karon Johnson, former Baylor defensive tackle, takes over, comes over from Midway, keep it in the family, keep it in Central Texas. And uh, I think they're going to be in very good hands. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. We continue on. we got a lot to get to. Got some breaking news this afternoon. And a few college, there's this bizarre story out of Alabama that I want to continue to delve into because more and more facts emerge. That is next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday afternoon. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. Baylor tennis, men's and women's opening play in the NCAA tournament. Plus softball closes the regular season with a split series with Texas that begins tonight in Austin. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Looking for power, performance, adventure, or luxury? We've got it all at Alan Samuels Dodge Jeep in Waco. Shop the greatest selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas during the Memorial Day sales event and get amazing deals on Ram trucks, Jeep, SUVs, Chrysler, sedans, and minivans, or a sporty Dodge all month long. Browse online and get pre-approved with no impact to your credit score or come in and find the vehicle that's right for you today. Hurry in to the Memorial Day sales event going on now at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor men's and women's tennis opening play in the NCAA's first round action this morning. The Baylor men knocked off by number 18 Florida State. For love, the final score. The season is over for Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis who struggled through some serious injuries over the course of the year. Meanwhile, Baylor women's tennis playing in College Station. They win a thriller over SMU 4-3, the final score. Joey Scrivano and the Baylor women advance to the second round, a matchup with either host Texas A&M or Quinnipiac tomorrow at 1 p.m. Baylor softball closing the regular season this weekend, a split series against fifth-ranked Texas. They'll open tonight in Austin, then close the series Saturday and Sunday in Waco. Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, plenty impressed with the fifth-ranked Longhorns. Yeah, another good team, uh, similar to last year. Uh, four, four arms, uh, three righties and a lefty that are all uh, very capable of uh, squelching offenses, and they've done a, a great job of that. They, they swept Oklahoma State, which is a, a team that swept us, and they're very, uh, a very good team. Um, you know, they've got it all. They've got good defense. They've got the, the offense going pretty well, and they certainly – certainly have the pitching. I would have to give the nod to their pitching. So that's going to be our biggest challenge is finding ways to score on a, a team that has four legitimate arms. And uh, a split series, Glenn, Friday night in Austin, Saturday and Sunday in Waco. Are there any challenges associated with that, or have you done it enough that it's not a big deal? No, I think it's a good uh, a good format. We are able to uh, you know, give their fans a, a game, and then uh, you know the home team will play two at their place. So Excited to bring uh, the, the season to a close here in Getterman. And uh, both games Saturday and Sunday are sellouts, I believe. Glenn Moore and 20th-ranked Baylor softball closing the regular season against Texas. They'll play at 6 tonight in Austin, 6 p.m. tomorrow at Getterman Stadium in Waco, then close the series with a senior day season finale at 1 p.m. at Getterman Stadium on Sunday. All three games on 101.3 FM. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. 
Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Koki Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Koki Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Goki Family Farms, seven generations strong. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, Russ, I heard you're working for Walker Realtors, the Eastland Group. I sure do, and we have two locations, Waco and China Spring. I hear you're joining Home for Heroes. Yes, I'm joining a national organization called Homes for Heroes, where all firefighters, healthcare professionals, law enforcement, military or veterans, and teachers qualify for this awesome program. How can people find out about this program? Well, they can call me at 512-417-9772. Weikert Realtors are your real estate experts. Cool. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weaver, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. On a Friday, we are headed toward a fun weekend, Kentucky Derby tomorrow. I'll be at a Derby watch party, and uh, we'll be you'll know, placing some bets. Um, oh, sorry, wait, I don't bet. Uh, maybe there'll be some squares, something like that. We'll have some fun uh, in some ways, but uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll do our thing and. 
Stephanie had that news earlier today, Stephanie Sports Corner. We've lost a few horses, sadly, in the buildup to this race. And, you know, sometimes it's the turf at certain places. It's the trainers, perhaps. Um, You never know who's at fault or what's going on. Uh, The other thing is these are just, I mean, these are, it's like uh, souped up race cars something. These horses are bred to race, and they're incredible at it. But when something goes wrong, it goes wrong, and it can go really wrong. And I, I think um, we'll never be a time where like, oh, let's call off the race. We've had too many horses die. No, it's not going to happen. But it is sad, and it does need to be reviewed, and people need to look at this when you have too many of these deaths leading up to races because it certainly starts to overshadow what's going on out there. Now, Aaron, a programming note. I gave uh, Paul Biancardi, uh, in, in typical Mosley form, I had circled back with him to see if he could do 5 o'clock, like way earlier today, before I had booked Karon Johnson. So while I was talking to Coach Johnson from university, Paul Biancardi, who had liked that text, Aaron, let me ask you this. If someone likes your text, now I have an Android, so I don't really, I can't do that. I can't laugh. I can't. I can't like something. I can't emphasize something. that I think this is like an iPhone thing, that you do all that. But, Aaron, I guess I was supposed to think when he liked the text, it meant that he was going to do the interview. But I don't, I don't think – I don't know how I was supposed to know that. So yeah, I anyway, wouldn't have I, assumed that either. I would have assumed yeah. that meant he got it and, and yeah, sounds good, but he'll let you know for sure. That would have yeah. been my assumption. So at 5.04, I got a deal from him, and he said, uh, I'm at – are we still good? 5.04 p.m. Kind of like like we were supposed to call him or something. But anyway, we had such a – Paul will come on. Now, here, here's who Paul Biancardi is. Aaron, Are you, you remember we've had him on before. Paul is in charge of covering – let's see. He's the recruiting director for ESPN College uh, – the ESPN 100. He's a college basketball and NBA draft analyst. And he was a, well, he's been a coach in the past at Ohio State. He was the Horizon League Coach of the Year back in the day. But now he's the guy who, like, helps rank all these people. Like uh, the guy that reclassified the other day, Aaron, um, Eve Meese from Baylor. That's Y-V-E-S, Eve. He, um. He, he would be the one to come in and re-rank him where he lands in the 2023 class. Now, Aaron, since that news hit, have you seen anything where there's re-rankings of where the Baylor class is? Because the Baylor class for 2024 was already like a top five type class. Now, the problem is, of course, he was in it. Eve was like number 12 in the country. Now, what's really interesting, Aaron, just in the past 48 hours or so, They've re-ranked, they re-ranked the 2023 class. Did you realize that Ron Holland, the kid who decommitted from Texas, is now the number one player in the country, Aaron? They, they bumped him up, and for 2023, he's now, according to some, uh, 247 for sure, the number one player in the country. Now, I think ESPN still has the USC kid, the USC commit. Um, I think his last name's Collier, 
at number one. Okay, now 2024, what's, I mean, all this stuff is fascinating, but the number one recruit in America for 2024 is a DFW kid at Lake Highlands. That's Trey Johnson. And Baylor, I mean, I, I, is, I mean, Keontae George was a great recruit. Aaron, uh, Jacoby Walter is an incredible recruit who, by the way, in recent days, that's, I started to bring that up, 2023, he's moved up several spots. I think he finishes on some list as the number eight player in America, and he'll be on the Baylor team this coming year. Aaron, now they have 6'11", Eve Meese, okay, out of prolific prep by way of Camera, Cameroon. Cameroon. He's a Cameroonian player. Uh, they have Jacoby Walter, and they have Miro Little. Where does Miro Little rank? Oh, I don't know, top 20 or 25. I mean, he's a unbelievable player. I just think he came from uh, Finland, so we don't know quite as much about him. But this incredible recruiting class Baylor has put together for 2023. So, Aaron, that's what I'm kind of looking to find out from being Cardi Monday. Okay, Paul, where do you have this Baylor class now? And I think they could end up honestly being top 10 in the country for 2023 if they get trey for 2024 we'll have aaron we'll be taking that day off it'll be a national holiday all right because he plays at lake highlands a team near and dear to my heart they just won the class 6a state title and that would be huge aaron have we wished anybody a happy cinco de mayo day today i don't even feel like we've covered it Happy Cinco de Mayo. And Aaron and I were doing some research on this. It is not, uh, um, you know, Mexico's Independence Day or anything like that. Sometimes people think it is. It was celebrating a victory over the French. All right. Uh, Mexico, that was, uh, Aaron, that, that, that was uh, the, the, the Battle of Puebla, I believe it was. Uh, P-U-E-B-L-A, Battle of Puebla. And uh, that is what we're celebrating today, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Texas, if you're out celebrating some Cinco de Mayo, and uh, uh, where where are you? Where are you doing that? I went by a local taqueria that everybody was saying was doing some really fun stuff up there. And I got uh, Aaron, I... I, (laughs) I don't know if this is truly a, a great honor of Cinco de Mayo. I got the um, pork belly burn-ins, and I got a heart of palm salad. Does that sound real Cinco de Mayo to you? I don't know. But I did go to a taqueria, and I took the opportunity to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. So uh, we uh, encourage you to get out there in some of our uh, local Mexican establishments doing really, really great things. Uh Aaron, there's some places right around our station that just have that incredible green, that crema sauce, the green. Oh, what is that one place called? Stephanie, if you're out there, text me. Stephanie, it's one of her accounts. Oh, I love that place. And they've got this unbelievable green sauce. Text me, 254-662-1660, if you know what I'm talking about. Now, Ninfa's always had incredible, that green sauce at Nifas. There's only a few places that do it. Uh, Taco Diner used to do it in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They don't do it anymore. 
Uh, but uh, Ninfa's has always had that incredible green sauce. And only a few places have that. And it's a great way to uh, celebrate. Uh, all right. Now, Aaron, let's set up tonight what all you're doing tonight. Now, we've on the station somewhere, Aaron, we have, I guess right here on ESPN Central Texas, we have the Rangers game. That's a late night. They're going on like a 10 games in 10 nights. 10, day, yeah, 10 games in 10, 10 nights. And that is a trip to the Angels. A's and Mariners. And I want to see how they do on this trip. Tonight, Aaron, did you say first pitch is at 8 or 8.30? It'll be at 8 o'clock for the pregame, 8.40 first pitch. 8.40 first pitch, 8 o'clock on the pregame. That'll be on ESPN Central Texas. Now, Aaron, if people want to hear Crawford softball uh, with Ward White's on the call, does a great job on play-by-play, where will they go to hear that? 104.9 104.9 Star oh, FM. Star FM. 1049. All right. And then Aaron, I, I would I assume that leaves cool um for uh softball tonight. The Bears and the Longhorns getting it on, is that right? Yes, that'll start with the pregame in about five minutes on 101.3 Cool FM. Aaron, isn't that cool how we have all these uh no pun intended, how we have all these radio stations? You know, internet they can't do that on the internet. You got to have all these stations. It's pretty neat. We got like eight stations, and we can put all this stuff on, and it's uh, it's very exciting. Now, looking around uh, today at some, uh, I wanted to get you some baseball scores here, Aaron. Let take a peek if you would for me because I'm looking up something else right now. Get me. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, oh, we just started that game. Toronto's up already though uh, in the first inning. One nothing over the Pirates. Pirates ran into a wall, and Aaron, I, I didn't know what to make of that start, and I didn't want to go overboard um, in terms of what the Rays did out of the shoot. Aaron, their record right now is twenty six and six. All right, they've got. I mean, like, think about it if you're poor Baltimore. All these years, Aaron, you've been waiting. Oh, man, we, we're horrible. Oh, the Orioles, we're horrible again. Oh, my gosh, we're good. We're good. We got all these young players. We're spending a little money. We, we've drafted pretty well. We got a good farm system. Look at us. Here we are. We are Baltimore. We're back, all right? They're 21-10. and 10. Incredible start for the Baltimore Orioles. Aaron, they're four and a half games out after 30 games. After 31 games, they're four and a half games out of first. The Red Sox, you know, not bad. Hey, Red Sox doing okay. 19 and 14. You know, not a bad start. Seven and a half games out of first place. This is really, really pretty amazing. And uh, by the way, Rangers are kind of scuffling a little bit, have been five and five uh, in the past 10 games. 18 and 12. And they have right now a one-game lead over the Angels, who are 18-14. and 14. So this series will be very, very interesting. Houston, which got some players back. Altuve was coming back, I know, recently. Um, still kind of scuffling around at 16-15. and 15. Now, Aaron, care to guess the best record in the National League right now, without looking? Who do you have as the best record in the National League? 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I keep up with the Americans so much, I don't don't think that would I have you a like great to? guess. All right. I would think you would have a great guess. Okay. The, the Braves. The Braves are uh, off to a 22-10 and 10 start, and my beloved Pittsburgh Pirates have hit a snack. And they had to play the Rays, and it did not go well, and they got swept. They did have a close game yesterday and only got beat 3-2. to two. And that was about as good as it got for, uh, for, the, uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, and uh, we got the dismount, by the way, um, coming up in just a little bit. I, I, I'm very excited tonight. We've had to wait too long. Aaron, have you noticed some of these playoff series, it's like every other night type deal? And then a few of them will just be like, well, I'm sorry. Phoenix has to – Phoenix ha- or Denver has to go to Phoenix now. Um, so we're going to give them like three days off between games. They have not played since Monday night, and uh, they will finally play tonight. And the Suns with KD will host the Denver Nuggets. Really into this series because – the Nuggets are kind of the next big thing, but they've never truly broken through in the playoffs. And so I'm kind of excited about that series. And then um, the the story I was telling earlier, Aaron, I just continues to get wilder and wilder. The Alabama coach getting fired, and he basically was in touch with somebody in Ohio making bets on the Alabama-LSU game and he scratched his starter right before the game. Okay? They're getting ready to play. It's college baseball. It's a pretty decent team. Alabama this year is like 30 and 15. They're 30 and 15. And and they're like 9 and 12 in conference. They're having a nice they're having a nice year. And and the guy makes a bet. Well, again, we allegedly. But he's already been fired. And what it appears to have done is to load up and make a bet on Alabama losing, and he scratched his ace at the last minute. Imagine just giving up your whole career to try to fix a game. You've worked like crazy. You're 47 years old. you got your dream job. You're the head coach at Alabama, and you start screwing around as a gambler, and you lose the game. This story has fascinated me, and unfortunately, I don't think – it's the last time we'll hear of something like this. It's really disgusting. It's sad. And, and the reason I think it's going to ha- keep happening is because gambling has become a monster in all levels. And now the conferences and everybody are, are getting in bed with these uh, MGM, BetMGM, all these things. And so it's, it's not the way it used to be. They're not as scared as they used to be of gambling. So we're going to continue to have issues. All right, it is time for the dismount. That is next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off, not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. How about serving delicious Central Texas-style barbecue and all the fixings at your next catering event? 
Hellberg Barbecue caters all size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbirdsbarbecue.com. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find T-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found at other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the... Matt Mosley show, and uh, we got to say good night. Uh, mentioned that uh, that uh, NBA game we have coming up tonight, the uh, Suns and Nuggets. That'll be a fun one. And Rangers go at eight forty tonight, first pitch, eight o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas for the pregame. Last night, Aaron, I did watch some of that stars game and they they played so much better now the kraken are not going to go away they kept fighting and kept trying to get back in the game but the the stars just had too big of a lead 
And on one of those kind of soft shots that they put in there, Sagan was able to put his stick up and deflect the puck. I'm amazed at Pavelski's pretty good at that too. I'm amazed at what people can do in terms of redirecting those pucks. I mean, it almost looks like it's just flat-out luck, but they've worked on it like crazy, and they can redirect one of those shots and send it in there. So, really good. And then uh, Crawford, you can hear them coming up on 104.9. Ward White will have that call. Uh, Everybody have a a tremendous evening, uh, tremendous weekend. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Thank you, Aaron. We'll talk to you Monday at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 athletics on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll look at Big 12 softball headed into the weekend, the final weekend of the regular season for Big 12 play. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore or 24-7 online at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Hello, this is Coach Glenn Moore inviting you to one of our Baylor softball camps this summer. We'll have elite hitting and elite pitching camps on June 13th, our summer prospect camp June 14th, then our Cub camp for ages 9 to 11 on June 15th. Our popular overnight camp is June 18th through 21st, and it is filling up fast. For more details or to sign up, contact Megan Diaz at 281-660-2680 or go to BaylorBears.com. Let's rejoin JMO for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And welcome back on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. This is the final weekend of the regular season for Big 12 Conference Softball. Three conference series this weekend. Iowa State plays at Kansas. 20th ranked Baylor plays in Austin against number five Texas. Game one tonight from 